Okay, so um, what we've been looking at is um, this. Is it still? How's that? Is that right? Okay. 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 Right. Um, we've been going through uh, um, uh, some various different doctrines of the Bible. We first started off with the doctrine of the Bible. We started off with uh, um, the doctrine of, um, and we started uh, the Bible. Then the doctrine of God. Then we looked at the doctrine of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, and now we're looking at the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. We've already gone uh, a little way through this, but what I've, uh, I've, I've, I'm doing here is um, I'm trying to just get verses out of the Bible that uh, prove um, who the Holy Spirit is to show who he is and what he's like. And last week we uh, um, looked at um, his personality, that um, the Lord Jesus Christ is a person. And, um, and, the, and it's proved by his characteristics. And we looked at uh, he, that he is intelligent, um, the Bible says that God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things. And um, the Holy Spirit has feelings, that um, uh, he can be grieved. The Bible says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. We must understand that we, as believers, the moment you do place your trust and your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, comes and dwells within us. And, that's, um, and we have him in us, and he uh, um, is the one who is the author of the scriptures. And because we have the Spirit of God, and he being the author of scripture, we can understand what the Word of God says. Um, the Holy Spirit also, the Bible says that he has a will. Um, and it's and uh, his personality is proved by um, his works. He teaches in John 12, uh, 14, 26. He guides, he commissions, he commands men. He restrains. And we saw that he intercedes as well. The Bible says that likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Holy Spirit also uh, um, speaks in uh, John fifteen twenty six. But when the Comforters come, he will, I, will, I will send unto you even the Spirit of truth which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. And in 1 Timothy 4.1 it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. So we know that the Holy Spirit speaks. Um, and he's proved by what is ascribed to him, his, uh, his personality. He can be obeyed. He can be lied to. So, and, and that is uh, when Ananias lied to the Holy Spirit. And uh, if, uh, the Bible says that but Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? If the Holy Ghost was not a person, how could he be lied to? And um, we know that, uh, uh, in particular, the Jehovah's Witness, they don't believe that the Holy Spirit is a person. They believe he's just a force. It's just a, a force that emanates from God, I think. There's something like that. And so he doesn't have a personality, doesn't have a... Um, uh, any any uh, um, any any kind of personality. He's just a, a force. Uh, but the Bible is, uh, says that he can be lied to. He can be resisted. The Bible says in Acts seven fifty one when Stephen was being uh, was talking to the um, to the high priest and to the Sanhedrin, 
He said, ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you all do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. Now we know uh, why they stoned Stephen to death. <laughs> because they, it says after that that they gnashed on him with their teeth and they drew him out and stoned him because uh, he told them exactly what they were. Uh, um, so that he can be resisted. He can be reverenced. He can be blasphemed. He can be grieved, as we've just seen. He can be outraged as well. The Bible says in Hebrews 10.29, How much sore a punishment suppose ye shall be thought worthy, who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. So we see as, uh, that uh, the Holy Spirit has personality. We've been through this year, last week, but I just want to catch up a little bit. So, Right, the deity of the Holy Spirit is proved by his names. Names that relate the Holy Spirit equal to other persons of the Trinity. And such were some of you, but you are washed, you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So he has a relationship between in, in, in the Trinity. Because we, always, we believe that the God is a triune God. He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There are names that show him doing works that only God can do. The Bible says that for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, where we cry, Abba, Father. In John fourteen sixteen, it says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Which proves that the um, Holy Spirit is omniscient, which means that, uh, I mean, omnipresent. It means he's present everywhere. And um, he's eternal. Um, his characteristics as well, we looked at. He's omniscient means he, um, he knows everything. The Holy Spirit knows everything that there is to know. He is omnipresent, which means that he is um, present everywhere. The Bible says in, in uh, Psalm 139.7, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? There's nowhere that we could go. If we went into space, if we went to the farthest star, he would be there. God is everywhere. His Holy Spirit is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent as well. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we see the uh, Holy Spirit is also um, uh, all-powerful. He's the creator of all things. And um, he's also uh, said in 1 John 5, 6 that he came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only but water and the blood and the spirit that, uh, that beareth witness because the spirit is truth so we know that the, it says here that the Bible, in the Bible that the spirit is truth Jesus Christ himself said I am the way, the truth and the life he is truth as well so uh, um, uh, we see there um, um, he's also um, uh, he's, has holiness uh, Romans, uh, Romans 1 Paul says the, that he is the spirit of holiness um, he's um, uh, uh, the spirit of life. Let me get back here. Yeah. Which proves his uh, deity is the spirit of life. The um, Bible says in Romans 8 2, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Uh, he has uh, infinite wisdom, he ha and it's proved by his works. He uh, is the creator. Uh, the Holy Spirit is the creator and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and it said the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters 
Um, he is um, the one who inspires in 2 uh, Peter 1, 2, uh, 1.21. The Bible says that the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit is the, um, the author of the scriptures. He is the, uh, he is the one who uh, um, authored the scriptures. Um, begetting, uh, because he's, he's God, he has uh, begot the Lord Jesus Christ. In Luke one thirty five says, And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So that proves his deity there, because he, is, uh, he begat the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, convincing men. And when he is come, he will prove the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. And um, he is also... Um, uh, the one who regenerates. What is regeneration? It's the new birth, when we are born again. The Bible says in John 3, 5 and 6, Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. I'd like to turn in, our, uh, in your Bible, if you have a Bible, to Titus 3, 5. I just want to read these verses here. Titus uh, Titus 3 well, yeah, let's have a look at this um, Titus 3 5 the Bible says not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Saviour. So the moment we believe, the Holy Spirit regenerates and gives us a new birth. We're born again to a new birth. He's also a comforter. I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Again, we spoke about he intercedes. The Bible says, Likewise the Spirit helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he searches the heart, know, know, the hearts knowing, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, uh, to, uh, between us and, and um, God. Uh, he also sanctifies. Sanctifies means um, uh, to make holy and to set us apart. When you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, God has set you apart um, and, and uh, um, um, is holy. But of course, you know, we have to, uh, um, um, it's, a, it's a matter of being filled with the Spirit as well, which we are commanded. We'll have a look at that a bit later. Um, it's proved by his equal association with other persons of the Trinity. We know that uh, um, in, oh, I'm just going to read the one verse here, and it's in Matthew 28, where it says that go into the world and preach the gospel, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So, um, well, I just want to have a look at the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Now, um, we know that um, in creation, the Holy Spirit gave to the creation. Um, life also, then Psalm 104.30 Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. And in Job 33, let's go and look at Job 33 here. 
I know this is a bit, um, I hope I'm not going too fast here, but I'll, I don't suppose we really have to finish this tonight. Maybe go for another week, I guess. Maybe all right, Job. Okay, Job 33.4. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. When we looked in the when we started the the um, on the one on the Holy Spirit here, um, the study of the Holy Spirit in uh, um, if in college and and stuff they call it pneumatology. Um, pneuma means breath. Then and ology, of course, is the study of the Holy Spirit. So they call it pneumatology study because it's breath or spirit. Pneuma means breath or spirit. So that's quite quite something. Right. Um, so where are we now? Okay, so he um, uh, created all things. He gave us life. Um, and uh, also there's um, uh, order. He gave us order. In Isaiah 40, 12, who, can, who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out the heaven with a span and comprehended the dust of the earth in, in, a, in a measure and weighed the mountains and the hills in a balance? We see here that there is order. brings order. Uh, adornment. In Psalm 33, 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Here's the breath. This, uh, we, uh, which uh, we believe is the Holy Spirit, of course. Preservation. Psalm 104.30 Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. So he preserves uh, um, everything. And okay, so we've looked at that part, which is the work of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. In man, in the uh, Old Testament, the working of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when we trust in the Lord Jesus, He comes and dwells within us now. And He stays with us forever. Holy Spirit will never leave us. He is with us forever. I can read that for you. So you can... Uh, let's just read this so we know. Um... Well, I'll, I'll look up that verse for you a bit later. But it talks about that the Holy Spirit will divide with us forever. And <clears throat> so um, we cannot lose the Holy Spirit. Once we, we are born again, you cannot be unborn. You're born of the Spirit. You'll never be able to be unborn. The Holy Spirit is in us and indwells us, believe, those who believe, forever. You cannot lose your salvation Holy Spirit will never leave us once we, we are saved. Okay, so um, in the whole in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came uh, was in certain people in the in the Old Testament. And uh, the Pharaoh says, "And uh, unto his servants, can we find such an one as this?" Speaking of Joseph, a man in whom the Spirit of God is. And in Numbers twenty seven eighteen, and the Lord said unto Moses, "Take thee Joshua the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay thine hand upon him." And we see in uh, um, a few other verses how the, the Spirit came upon or, or came upon people, and the Spirit came upon many 
in Judges 6.34, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. And he blew the trumpet and Abiezer was gathered after him. And in Judges 3.10, in 11.29 and 13.25, and in 1 Samuel 10, 10 and 9, uh, 9 and 10, and in uh, 1 Samuel 16.13, it says here um, in 16.13, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. This is David. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So we know that the Holy Spirit came upon people in the Old Testament. But he never indwelt them. Not like we have the Spirit indwelling us. He came, uh, the Spirit came upon them. And it says here um, in um, Exodus uh, 31.3, the Holy Spirit filled some. And it says uh, in Exodus 31.3, uh, uh, God said, I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. Now, the, he's talking about a man named Bezaliel. Bezaliel was, a, and, and another one was called Aholiab. These men were um, uh, given the task and filled with the Spirit to uh, make the tabernacle and uh, all of the um, uh, various things and the Ark of the Covenant and uh, the tables and the altar and all of the stuff that was uh, pertaining to that um, to the worship they uh, um, made those things and it was because the spirit of God dwelt in them I don't know if you've ever read the, the Exodus where, the, where the, um, they try to explain the making of the, um, the tabernacle it is <laughs> I mean if they had to give me those uh, instructions say go and build this I might might be able to uh, put a box together, but I doubt that I'd be able to put, make uh, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I could probably make the size it said gives you the size of so much cubits here and so many cubits high, and and with uh, two um, cherubim on top with the wings meeting over the top of it. And you know, we might be able to say, yeah, I could probably build something similar to that. But I mean, this was something that God gave these men the ability to do. Without that, they could not have built it. So the Holy Spirit's relationship to men in the Old Testament was limited. Not everyone experienced his work, nor was it necessarily permanent in each case. Because in Psalm 51.11, the Bible says, "Cast Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And um, it also gave them, enabled uh, uh, some of the men for service, especially in the building of the tabernacle, which we've just uh, mentioned. But also in other instances, the Bible says in Judges 13.6, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, which is, was Samuel. So the Spirit came upon him, but uh, he didn't necessarily stay with him all the time. Because we know that uh, Samson uh, uh, sinned and uh, he, he lost his hair, remember? And then they took him and put his eyes out. And, but in the end, he prayed and asked the Lord to, to give him uh, strength and the spirit came and he pushed and the whole building fell down on all, on uh, Samson and on uh, all the other people. Okay, um, so he gives enablement for service. Uh, he um, restrains sin. So the work of the Holy Spirit in revelation and inspiration. Revelation, what is revelation? We know that there's a book called the book of Revelation. Revelation is a disclosure of God 
communicating his message to mankind. That's what revelation is. It's special. It's in, uh, uh, theologians will say um, that uh, the Bible is special revelation. So um, uh, it's a disclosure. Inspiration is um, God's superintending of human authors so that using their own personalities, they composed and recorded without error his revelation. So um, uh, we mentioned before that the holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So uh, what the men wrote was what God wanted them to write. So who is the author of Revelation? Well, the author of Revelation is the Holy Spirit. What 2 Peter one twenty one? we've already said this. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I want to just have a look at a couple of verses here. 2 Samuel 32. Let's have a look. About the... Uh, 2 Samuel... 2 Samuel... 23, I beg your pardon. 23.2 The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. So we see here, David was saying that. Ezekiel 2.2 Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2 Nearly there. Close. Okay, Ezekiel 2, verse 2 And it says, And the Spirit entered into me, entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. So we see there as well that the, um, the Holy Spirit is the author, author of Revelation. Um, in Matthew twenty-two forty-three, New Testament, Matthew 22, 22, 43, says, uh, he saith unto them, How then doth David in the Spirit call him Lord? Saying, The Lord said unto me, said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So we see that David um, was spake by the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, let's have a look at um, John 14.6. John 14.6, we're nearly there. I know this is a bit of a rush through here and I think maybe we should go do the rest next week hey David what do you think (laughs) make it last for another week just one more okay Um, John 14.6 I beg your pardon yeah am I there no it's the wrong one Wrong verse, sorry, Acts. Let's go to Acts, chapter 1. Chapter 1, verse 16. It says, um, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. So we see the, um, that the, uh, um, here's the author of um, Revelation, the uh, Holy Spirit. The means... How did the, um, the Holy Spirit do this? Well, he did it through dreams in Genesis twenty thirty one. Um, I begin big one. Uh, Exodus nineteen um, verse nine. 
And Genesis uh, 20, 31, by visions. Um, and Isaiah 61, um, uh, written word. And John 14, 6. And in 1 Corinthians 2, 13. Um, I don't know if I better get through all of these. Would you like to hear these verses so you know what's going on? Okay, let's, let's go. There's the means of revelation, the spoken word by Exodus 19.9. Exodus 19.9. Exodus 19. And verse 9. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in the thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses said, told, uh, told the words of the people unto the Lord. Um, so he spoke he spoke to them in uh, Genesis 20 31 Genesis 20 31 the, okay Genesis 20 31 and they made their father drink wine that night and the firstborn went in and lay with her father received not which that Definitely does not sound like the verse that I'm looking for. Uh, there we are. Okay. That was definitely not the verse. Um, definitely not the verse I was looking for. Uh, 2031. Okay. No. I don't know what happened there. I've done it many times. <laughs> okay. Um, Isaiah chapter 6. Verse 1. Let's go there. So did I get this one right? I'm sure I looked at all of these verses when I did it. Maybe I'll mix something up here. Um, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up. So we see here that um, um, by visions it was written word, John 14, 6. Fourteen six. Fourteen six years. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father uh, but by me. So we see means of revelation whereby through um, the written word. And uh, one Corinthians two thirteen. One Corinthians two thirteen. Which things also we speak, not in words which men's word wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So we see that he, um, uh, in various ways, how the um, Holy Spirit um, reveals the word of God to us. And lastly, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, as his mean, the means of revelation through the Lord Jesus who is the author of the uh, the author of inspiration is the holy spirit so um in the new testament inspiration was pre-authenticated by the lord jesus in john 14:6 it says but the comforter which is the holy ghost whom the father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever i have said unto you it was asserted by the writers of the new testament Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14.37, If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. 
So whatever, the, um, let's have a look at um, Galatians 1. Galatians 1, 7 and 8. Galatians 1. Um, which is not another, but there are some that trouble you and which would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have received preached unto you, let him be accursed. So, um, see here that, uh, um, uh, yeah, um, it was asserted by the writers of the New Testament that the, what they preached was, was, uh, was the truth. Um, it is attested to by the apostles of each other's writings. We know in 2 Peter 3.16, it says, As also in all his epistles, speaking of them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest as they do all the other scriptures unto their own destruction. So we see that Peter here was saying that Paul's writings were scripture. And um, some things are hard to be understood, he said, but um, some people twist to their own destruction. It's quite, quite something. That there's a lot of that going on in the world, a lot of that twisting of the scriptures to make, it, make what they want to, wanted to say. So the work in the, uh, of the Holy Spirit in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we know that the, um, the Holy Spirit caused the uh, Lord Jesus' conception in Mary's womb. We know that, because the Bible says so. One, Luke one thirty five. Let's go there. Luke one thirty five. Luke one thirty five says, uh, And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing that shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So we, he was in, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit was in the virgin birth. Um, in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. In Luke 4, verse 18. Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. So he was anointed by the Holy Spirit in Acts 10. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Is uh, in 1038. Um, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Uh, we see there he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. Uh, it occurred at his baptism. In John 132, anointing meant empowerment for service. Uh, Jesus Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit in John uh, Luke 4.18. Jesus Christ was sealed with the Holy Spirit in John chapter 6, verse 27. Jesus Christ was led by the Holy Spirit in Luke chapter 4, verse 1. And Jesus Christ was empowered by the Holy Spirit in Matthew 12.28. Let's have a look at Matthew 12.28. I know this is uh, there are a lot of verses 
Matthew 12, 28. Uh, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. He was empowered by the Holy Ghost. I think that's as far as we can go. I, I don't think we'll be able to go much further than that. I think we should stop there. And there's, I, I've only got a little bit. I don't want to rush it, and I've rushed already, and I think we need to really take time. I don't want to... Um, we can go over a few of the little things um, again um, next time. Okay, should we... Uh, should we pray? Father, I thank you for tonight. Thank you that uh, your word of God is clear. And Lord, we thank you that um, uh, your Holy Spirit indwells us. Lord, what a privilege that is. And Lord, we have you in us. And we thank you so much for that. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for laying down your life for us. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Lord, we know that he is our teacher and he helps us to understand the word of God. Pray that, Lord, we might be filled with your spirit, which we will look at next time. Father, we love you. Thank you for tonight. Pray that, Lord, you be with each one as we go home. Keep us safe. Lord, watch through us, uh, over us through this week. Pray that, Lord, if you give us an opportunity, that we might be able to uh, share the gospel with someone and that they might be saved. Lord, we love you now and pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.